0: how to dream cowboys welcome back to the westworld podcast where we recap and review every episode of the hit hbo sci-fi series westworld today we're going to recap and review season three episode six decoherence Written by Suzanne Werbel and Lisa Joy and directed by Jennifer Getzinger. I'm James, and with me always is my podcast partner. You know him better by his furry esports persona, Sonic Fox Ryan. Oh my god.
1: I am so angry with you. How dare you. We were done. I was not going to bring it up at all. We, we were going to be moving past it, and now you throw this in my face? What is my name, Sonic Fox?
0: You don't know Sonic's Fox? He's, he's the, the, the bizarre furry esports guy who plays esports in a full Fox fursuit.
1: As a esports connoisseur, I should know who that person is, but I do not. But I'm, I'm glad you did the joke, so that's positive.
0: So, Jennifer Getzinger, the director of this episode, is an American film and television director. She's primarily a script supervisor. And she was the script supervisor on Requiem for a Dream, and The Devil Wears Prada. Um, Strangers with Candy, a Comedy Central show that I love. Great. Um, The Sopranos. Sure. Sex and the City. Also, sure. Your Mad Men.
1: And she also was directing on Mad Men, I believe towards the end of it, as well as Outlander, Man in the High Castle, and Jessica Jones. So she has traversed the entertainment globe and landed on Season 3, Episode 6 of Westworld.
0: And she's another local girl from New Haven, Connecticut.
1: Wowie, kazowie. A lot of connecticutonians that's exactly what you call them, and I, I didn't make that up at all.
0: So we were talking about this before recording in our patron-only group chat, and I had said that this episode, for me was just all right felt it was a lot of spinning wheels a lot of holding patterns until basically the last 15 minutes where all of the plot happened
1: yeah but did the last 15 minutes justify the other parts of the episode for you
0: well yes because i didn't think that those parts of the episode were necessarily bad i just don't think much happened in them
1: okay yeah sure to say nothing happened to them, I think it's fine. I'll say, before we keep going, I this was also written by Suzanne Rubel, a, previously a casting associate. Something very similar to a lot of people who have been writing and directing on this show this season, who've had other jobs and then have long-standing jobs in the film industry, and then moved into Westworld as higher-ups in the production staff doing written and directing work. She was a casting associate for reality TV staples such as Amazing Race, Survivor, and of course, the pinnacle of reality television, The Greatest American Dog. Wow. Yeah. And I am was on the other side, as always, I liked this episode a whole lot. The table setting, the holding pattern, as you call it, is something that I have come to understand as normalcy in this season, so... It doesn't make me as angry. Plus, we got storylines that we thought perhaps were going to be gone. We got a Williams storyline, and it was, you know, on the surface looks like it might not come back. We got a Maeve storyline. She's recently been stabbed, but she's back in the game. We got Les, Dolores, and Caleb, whom I would argue has the least amount of chemistry in the show at the moment, and perhaps next week can turn it back around. And sadly, we didn't get as much Bernie and Stubbs as we would like, but we got a lot of strong movement, like you said, towards the end. And probably one of the coolest moments the show has ever had at the end of it. Do you think that? We won't get into it now, but did you think the moment at the end of the show was like top 10 Westworld moments?
0: Yes. And to me, that ending, and I'm sorry to be constantly making these comparisons, that was like a Game of Thrones ending.
1: Right, there were actual stakes created. And because something that these prestige television shows have done in the past and Game of Thrones kind of threw out the window was they were afraid to use death as a stakes raiser. And this show, Westworld, has done that on multiple occasions. Maeve dies over and over again, but every time she dies, we're like, I mean, she's coming back next week, so why would I even care? There were some deaths... In this episode that I think are for real and not going to be changed and the stakes are risen way higher because of them.
0: Before we begin our official recap, we just want to say, because nobody listens to the end of podcasts, if you want to become a Patreon patron of our Westworld podcast Patreon for just a dollar a month to get two bonus episodes, you can join our patrons only chat and we'll shout you out at the end of the show. There's a bonus episode coming this Friday, so please think about that.
1: What's that bonus episode about, James?
0: It's going to be our first and only so far lost episode. Ryan and I did a recap review of the terrible Star Wars film, Rise of the Skywalker. I can't wait for people to listen to that. Go go, do a dollar. It's a dollar. Come on. The episode begins with Maeve waking up in what seems to be the valley beyond, only it's empty.
1: We have golden wheat, very gladiator, keeps happening.
0: Purple Mountain's majesty.
1: yeah. And the rocket's red glare.
0: She meets with Serac, and he tells her that he can give her the Valley Beyond, should she succeed, but she insists that she will need help in order to accomplish this task. Okay. It's like, all right, and he's, yeah, that's what he said. Okay, ask for that the first time, then.
1: (laughs) Does she really need to ask for it the first time? Shouldn't he just be helping her as much as possible? Uh, It seems like he doesn't want her to succeed, which might be the case.
0: Next, Maeve wakes up in War World back inside her simulated loop. She has control of the hosts back. She forces them to drop their guns and then fight her, but only coming at her one or two at a time like in an action movie. So she can kick their asses.
1: Assumably, she is training in this moment so that she doesn't lose the next fight she has against Dolores. But this scene was very eye roly. It was okay, they're coming at her one at a time. She's doing a fight scene in German occupied Italy in her red dress. That's I mean, I, I feel like whatever. this was
0: this is just B roll for the trailer, basically.
1: And I don't even think it was in the trailer. <laughs> oh
0: well, it's B roll for her Emmy nomination montage.
1: Right. It, like it will go before she doesn't win the Emmy. Like no one from <laughs> Westworld will again.
0: William in the real world is in a group therapy session and he is not receptive to the treatment and he is bullying the other patients with his nihilistic misanthropy.
1: He says we're maggots eating a dead corpse that is the earth and the gentleman across the circle whom was having normal therapy talk moments beforehand asks what the fuck is wrong with you
0: later william is given a one-to-one session with his therapist and she asks about his daughter and he refuses to discuss that topic meanwhile the therapist is getting alerts on her phone that she's ignoring she signs him up for something called ar therapy and then surprisingly william confesses to murdering his daughter and expresses his desire to die but his therapist isn't listening because she's just received some troubling information on her smartphone.
1: The therapist's name is Dr. Lang. As you said, the man in black says that he doesn't belong there, truly, because he knows he killed his daughter, so he belongs in a pine box. Natasha Lang, the doctor, looks down at her phone, is sobbing. She sees that her information from Insight has been leaked, as is everyone else's in the world. And she will lose her medical license within one to two years. She has a divorce, lost of custody of her children in 2.5 years due to multiple affairs with patients and an opioid addiction.
0: Wow. So uh, what would have happened had she not gotten that? Is She would have then slowly started hitting on William been like, so what are you doing after this therapy session?
1: (laughs) I know where you're going to be, so uh, I could come there if you'd like me to. Oh, wait. I got a text. Everything's over.
0: Afterwards, some doctors draw some of William's blood and analyze it. An unknown protein is discovered but then that notification seems to be like wiped off the screen before anyone can read it. Which was interesting.
1: Right. This is happening because Heloris or Dolores Hale pricked William's neck and put a tracker inside of him. Also, what is with people just running diagnostics and then walking away from the screen that doesn't make any sense
0: afterwards the doctors attach some kind of medical device into the roof of his mouth in order to access his implant i assume
1: right or did he not have an implant and this is an implant that they were putting in for his limbic system they gave him a shot of desert oasis which is supposed to sedate him and he is he's pretty zonked and on the way back to his room, he's kind of stumbling around. Looks to his left and sees Doctor Lang um, hanging herself. Bummer.
0: Right, and the orderly is just you know do not do not seem to notice.
1: No, and Williams like oh guys, well he's not saying anything because he's super zonked, but he, his face is very guys. We should help her. No, no.
0: Rehoboam updates us that there is a divergence in San Francisco. I feel like after what Dolores did, shouldn't there just be divergences everywhere at all times?
1: Yeah, instead of divergence, it should just be like, it's fucked up in San Francisco and everywhere else.
0: Charlotte walks her son Nathaniel home through a chaotic San Francisco as two men spray paint the maze on a wall, which I would like to hear an explanation for that. I don't think we'll ever get one.
1: No, I think it's just Jonah and Lisa fucking with Reddit. I think it's just, hey, let's have this happen and have it not mean anything, but the internet will go insane and it will be funny.
0: Charlotte tells her ex-husband that she needs him to watch their son as she has important work to attend to. She also discovers that he has opened his profile. He claims he did this in order to figure out where their marriage went wrong, but that he never actually read it because he tells her that they should work it out between the two of them and that he still loves her and wants to reconcile, and they embrace.
1: Nathan watches from the wings, happy that his parents are embracing once more. I think, I believe, Jacob, that he didn't read the profile. I think.
0: Or he did, and he's like, oh, so now I know the perfect way to get her back.
1: Right, exactly. Like He has a reason, perhaps, to lie to her in this moment, especially because she's lied to him Probably for their entire relationship, so why not? But I think I believe that
0: he did read it. So usually in cable TV dramas, and this was a huge thing in The Walking Dead, whenever one character would kind of get profiled and you would learn, you know, more about them and care more about them, it's a signal that they're fucked.
1: Oh, yeah. There's a famous, or not famous, just famous for like my brain example in The West Wing, where this doctor who you've never met before has a long monologue in the beginning of an episode where you learn everything about him and become sympathetic. And then the moment he dies, you're like, Oh, of course, of course he's dead.
0: And so I thought, okay, well, Charlotte's done for, this is it for her. Uh, At this point of the episode, that's what I was thinking.
1: Right. We've, she has become slightly sympathetic, but also remember she shot Elsie. So fuck her. (laughs)
0: On her way to the Delos office, Charlotte meets with a member of the board, and they're going to go in and initiate their buyout procedure in order to finally stop Serac. However, two of Serac's goons intercept them, kill the guy, stuff him into a garbage can, and very casually leave.
1: Hilarious. That is Brompton, and Brompton is no more. Assumably that was a RICO mission that just occurred to him, assassinating him in broad daylight as Hale takes a phone from them and it's a rock on the the other line and and he says you know chaos is a cool place to be i'll be landing at delos shortly i can pretty much do anything because of all the unrest and get away with it hale in turn calls dolores and dolores is like it's cool we still need the data from the hosts charlotte is scared to go back in there which doesn't seem very dolores definitely more whom this sh- new charlotte bot is the charlotte bot is diverging from dolores already
0: yeah Rock tells her that chaos is like a series of steps and 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 something that you climb with your hands and feet at the same time you know what i'm getting at uh what do you call I that
1: d- i don't know
0: <laughs> i was making a chaos is a ladder joke i thought you would get it i did not little finger
1: oh Hale is afraid for her fake family which is cute. Dolores tells her the truth, which is, you know, they're not her fam. Their moves are weak. And Hale's like, oh, okay. I got gotcha. you." Why did we keep my emotions? This is so stupid. If I had was just emotionless, I'd be
0: fine. Yeah, something that they, I think they do this t- in a couple of times in this, throughout the show. And then also that they would do in Star Trek. They'd just be like, Data, turn off your emotions. Okay. He'd go from being scared to just like being nothing. <sighs> I miss Data. Let's watch that show instead. Charlotte bemoans the fact that she has emotions and feel like she's slipping away from Dolores, but Dolores reassures her that the mission is almost complete and then they can be together. She says, I am yours and you are mine, which is another Game of Thrones thing.
1: (laughs) They're just stealing everything from Game of Thrones. Just hopefully not the civil unrest that the ending of said show made. But, yeah, it just feels like Dolores is lying to Hale. She just wants her to do exactly what she's supposed to do.
0: Right. Just go and die. Die for me. Right.
1: Right. Just like Martinbot did. So go do that like you're supposed to.
0: Two orderlies strap William into a chair in a white padded room. A doctor arrives and connects him to AR therapy. And I'm thinking at this point, like, you know, if I worked in an office and one of my colleagues hung themselves, I would expect to at least get the rest of that day off while the police the police perform an investigation
1: perhaps the police are a little busy due to the riots outside
0: yeah so why is why is this doctor not fucked off like (laughs) he must have been one of the people who got a sweet profile and was like all right man i can go on wrong with the rest of my day my profile's great right he's the future millionaire that you pointed
1: out last time someone who's actually benefiting the room that they're in looks like a neat horizontal bouncy castle and as the Glasses go on to William. The AR treatment is, is basically VR treatment, but futuristic. And the a young fellow comes in and then lets him free, which looks like a young William. And he ports back to his childhood, and his dad is pissed.
0: Yeah, his parents begin to fight, which causes young little boy William to panic, and then causes older William uh, a lot of distress, he wakes up out of the AR therapy. They try to give him a sedative, and he bites the orderly's hand or finger off. That wasn't clear.
1: Right? Why put your hand in the guy's mouth? I don't. I, why not assume you were gonna get bit? Yeah, why you, you deserve this? I,
0: when he said give him a sedative, I my my mind immediately went to the oh they're gonna jab him with a syringe.
1: Nope, nope, that didn't happen, and you got your finger bit off, and it's
0: your fault. Serac seemingly arrives at Delos and wastes no time locking down the facility and beginning his search for the data of the park goers.
1: And Charlotte is scratching herself again, not fully self-mutilating as of yet, but leaning back into it.
0: Meanwhile, in the Matrix, Maeve finishes killing all the hosts, and then she runs into Lee again. This Lee's was back. weird.
1: Yeah, Simon Quartermain is back. We said goodbye to him twice. It was satisfying both times. Hopefully the third is as satisfying.
0: We're back with him, which undercuts the emotional impact of, of episode two.
1: Oh, completely. And then they go to a bar within the simulation. Lee has somehow programmed everyone in the bar not to see him. And he, he's programmed the entire surrounding to not notice him. But he couldn't program himself not to have a cane.
0: Right. Or he couldn't program the, all the hosts to worship him like a god or
1: something. like Right. I mean, maybe he just likes the reminder that he died a hero Maybe the cane is aesthetically pleasing to him. I just don't. don't, Perhaps it just also all doesn't make sense.
0: Lee is surprised to see Maeve. And she is confident that she'll be moved to a new body soon. And when the scenery begins to shift, she realizes that her core has been moved. And that also she has been upgraded in some way. And I don't think they say how in this episode.
1: She also realizes she's about to go see some old friends or they're about to come see her. And I was like, ooh, the gang's getting back together.
0: Serac orders that all pertinent data to be stripped from Westworld, and then the park should be destroyed. He also wants every employee at Delos headquarters to be tested in case they are potential secret hosts.
1: He is copying three hosts over. That is to happen immediately. And so that brings up, you know, just like Dolores with her five brain balls that that ended up being all Dolores, who are these three people gonna be? Well, So I thought
0: he was copying over Maeve, Hector, and and Martin, Dolores. Am I wrong? He mother? is.
1: He is. But there's 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 one more. Oh.
0: Yeah. Charlotte agrees to do the test, but instead of doing that, she goes down to the basement to back up all the host data. One of Serac's men catches her in the act, and so she is forced to kill him. This guy was a real little fucking snitch. I'm telling Serac. Yeah, I'm telling Mom. He literally said that. I'm telling Serac. They gave him a name.
1: His I watched with closed captioning. His name was Elliot Bantham, and he's
0: already dead. Back at the mental hospital, an orderly wakes William up and tells him it's time for his group therapy. In the room, he finds different versions of himself as well as his father-in-law.
1: Yeah, but did you notice who brought him there? Who? It was Major Craddock.
0: Okay. I did not notice yeah. that. So this is like a total recall situation. I'm going to go ahead and assume... He never woke up originally and never bit that orderly's hand.
1: Yeah, the orderly still has a finger, thankfully.
0: Together, the Council of Williams argue about the mistakes that William has made and each one blaming the other. The kid's gotta be kind of blameless in this situation, right? He's just a kid. Well, you would assume so, but... I mean, later
1: evidence perhaps would suggest otherwise. Jimmy Simpson, not on the IMDb page for this episode, kind of snuck in here. Not at the premiere either, but the this definitely required new shooting. So, Jimmy Simpson in season three.
0: And I was excited. I'm like, oh, I bet Logan's going to show up too. Nope. <laughs> but Logan's dad is here. The character's name, I can't seem to recall. James Delos. There we go. In the basement of the park... Two techs find the decommissioned Hector and take him to be reimplanted. And they also mention that all other hosts are to be immediately destroyed.
1: We get a really cool shot of the headquarters in the park. We see the desert behind them for Westworld. And then way back, we see the mountains from Shogun World behind Westworld. Hashtag Dongwatch2020 occurs where we go back into underground storage. Boobs, dongs, we get all of it. And they walk up to Hector, and, you know, again, the gang's getting back together. Hector is coming back to Team Maeve.
0: Hector arrives at the bar inside the Matrix. Maeve uses her powers to restore his memory of seasons one and two. In the real world, Charlotte becomes aware that Maeve is being restored, and also that they have Martin's Pearl, which, for the sake of brevity and clarity, these are all Dolores, right? We all understand that. But I'm going to classify them as Martin and Charlotte. Correct.
1: And we see all of the numbers for the hosts. And those numbers have been rooted out to be on the show before in seasons one and two. So people knew that Maeve was being copied as Dolores has. Hector and Martin Bot is coming back. Tommy Flanagan, perhaps not dead. And the fourth one is Clementine Pennyfeather, who has the best name.
0: No way! I didn't yeah, catch that. Yeah, yeah, The Council of Williams continue to bicker. Child William claims that this is all due to the difficult childhood that he had, but James Delos isn't buying that. So they decide that they should double-check his past just to be sure. They view a memory where William's father is chastising little boy William for violently attacking a schoolmate. This causes all the other Williams to conclude that William has always been a bad egg and would have always ended up as a violent maniac. So
1: William was always violent, which I I think changes a lot, right? Like, think back to season one where Logan seemed like the all bad baddie and William seemed like the guy being dragged along. Knowing that William as a kid had a very short temper, broke a kid's arm and knocked out his teeth changes your view of william or at least mine at least
0: a little bit right well it just kind of shows that william was actually stifling a lot of bad tendencies and and logan didn't really know who he was fucking with and probably should have uh, taken a bit more
1: care right and then jimmy simpson's william went to the park and it it brought those tendencies to the surface
0: through this discussion the real william realizes that there is no meaningful difference between having free will and having the illusion of free will and so he says that he finally understands what it is he needs to do. Meanwhile, in the Matrix, the Dolores brain that was in Martin has been uploaded into the Matrix. Maeve interviews her, and Dolores calls Maeve out on being selfish and amoral, just like Dolores is, because the two of them aren't so different, you see, because they are both survivors.
1: Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, one of them is, has a expansive plan which started as genocide and perhaps might not be anymore, but I think it's still leaning that way. And the other is trying to go find her daughter. But Dolores's point is like, you know, you can control all of us with your mind. And, but Maeve should have just been like, I, I didn't ask for any of this.
0: Right. Or if I was Maeve, I would also be like, I also spared people whenever possible and uh, you massacred them deliberately. That's not your forte, sparing people. Charlotte calls her ex-husband and tells him that she'll be coming for them soon and that he should not leave the house or answer the door. Before she can get out of there, Serac calls a board meeting where he there accuses Charlotte of actually being Dolores.
1: Yeah, it's, I think, just a pretty intense moment. Like, okay, so are they going to execute her? Also, the amount of worry she has for her family. I felt like, is this, is she faking this? I feel like it's it wasn't fake. Like, she actually cares about her family more than regular Charlotte Hale did when she was alive.
0: Which is what Sirach tells her. Charlotte claims that she has already completed her mission, and Sirach retorts that actually she was playing into his hand the entire time, and it was because he was watching her do all these machinations that she outed herself.
1: Yeah, how shitty of a person do you have to be that acting as a good parent to you. Right.
0: Or that, you know, a killer robot is just doing a better job of of, of tending to your family.
1: Tough times, Charlotte Hale. But again, you killed Elsie, so we'll never forgive you.
0: Sorok declares victory, but then gas canister, which Charlotte had brought into the meeting, goes off and knocks out all the other board members and the guards. Charlotte then attempts to shoot Sorok, but it's just a hologram. Of course it is.
1: He would never be here in real life.
0: Because he's actually Robum.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right.
0: Charlotte takes the elevator down to the lab, kills a guard on the way. Inside the Matrix, Maeve asks Dolores how she can trust her with the key to the valley beyond. Dolores says that she's just going to have to take her word for it. Maeve asks for the key and Dolores refuses to give it to her.
1: Maeve realizes that she has to get a bit more control and she looks to the outside of the herself and of the simulation and she sees Hale about to assassinate hector by taking out his brain ball and this was very much like that matrix scene the not like this
0: scene he he unplugs them while they're actively in the matrix which kills your brain
1: right and, and the person about to die goes not like this which great line good stuff good movie
0: right may hey. have asked Dolores what what prime Dolores's next move would be And Martin Dolores replies that it would likely be to stop Maeve from putting her crew together somehow.
1: Ocean's 13 featuring
0: Maeve has to be stopped. Do you think Hector is really dead? I think he might be dead. Didn't Charlotte just back up all the host data so maybe a copy of him exists somewhere? Oh my god, that's annoying, but yeah, probably. Yeah, outside, Charlotte takes a hold of Hector's pearl and just crushes it in her iron grip. Hector dies and Maeve screams in anguish. Before Charlotte can mosey over and destroy Maeve's pearl as well, some guards arrive and chase her away. but she is able to grab the Martin Dolores pearl and escape with it.
1: I think she actually crushed the Martin bot pearl. She took out the Hexer pearl, crushed the Martin bot pearl.
0: Oh, the old switcheroo.
1: Yeah, she took Clementine Penny for the Best Names pearl and got, and got the heck out of there.
0: Well, who know? Now we're back to just guessing whose pearl is what, like we were right. at the beginning of the season
1: yeah exactly and she is stopped in the hallway though doesn't get very far Sorak wants her alive the stormtroopers tell her to put down the gun and you know she does something on her phone but it looks like and hale is backed into a corner nothing can save her now
0: yeah she's covered on both sides by gun-toting guards who want to take her alive great plot device she sure. is a host, so you could just blow her body apart and take her pearl. Yep. but whatever. Yeah. This gives her a chance to pull out her phone and activate the giant red robot from the season premiere, who breaks through the wall and smashes the guard and allows Charlotte to pick up a gun and escape.
1: I was told there were going to be 30 of these. I see one of them. Very Elephant's Game of Thrones situation, unlike... I suppose the elephants where you get zero of them, we only get one, but I better see the other 29 of these robots.
0: Real William murders all of the other fantasy Williams, much to the delight of James Delos.
1: I loved that part. I really enjoyed Jimmy Simpson getting hit in the back with the chair.
0: William tells Delos that he had to kill his past so that he could become a good
1: guy. This is his realization that the only path left is for him to be the good guy. And I love that. I love that so much. I want to see what, what version of good guy can the man in black be? Like, What is that even going to look like?
0: William is then rescued from the AR therapy by Bernard and Stubbs, who have inexplicably arrived at the mental institution for some reason.
1: They are the ones who were told by the tracking that Dolores put on the man in black where he was to go. Go get him. We don't know exactly how that transfer of
0: information occurred, but that is what happened. Was the purpose of this for Dolores to save William so that he would not be one of the board members killed by Sirac, but Sirach didn't kill the board members Hale did. So I'm just wondering what was the point of, of locking him up was to just out of spite, so that he would get tortured by orderlies for a couple of days? No, James. It was to teach him a lesson. Okay. OK,
1: he needs to be hit on the wrist with a ruler a few times and see a
0: doctor hang herself. Well, that at least. Yeah, that, that, well, that's a character motivation I could understand. is like, I'll throw him in the mental institution and he, he'll have a girl interrupted epiphany and he'll put his life together.
1: And then I'll put together the greatest three person team of all time, William, Bernie and Stubbs. I'm here for it. Have Bernard
0: and William ever interacted yet? so far great question I don't know (laughs) Maeve wakes from her host 3D printer and watches as the 3D printer adjacent to her has another host rising from the white goo. That's the one that's Clementine Pennyfeather. That would be cool. We don't even see what their body frame looks like though, so could be a man or a woman.
1: It's Clementine Pennyfeather, best name.
0: Charlotte attempts to flee San Francisco with her family, declaring that she will protect them at all costs, but the car explodes in a fiery explosion as they take out the Hale family, mafia style. A goon confirms that the car has exploded and leaves the scene, but... Charlotte's charred body crawls from the wreckage and looks at the burning vehicle, appearing to look very much like Anakin Skywalker from the end of Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. This was a good scene.
1: It was a great scene. One that created actual stakes. Jake is dead. Nathan Hale is dead. They are not hosts unless everybody is a host, which is possible.
0: Or it's all simulation.
1: Right. So, but in the reality that they are just real people... They're not anymore. They have exploded. And Crispy Hale, Crispy Halebot crawls out of the car. A family she has just learned to love is now murdered. So she will never ever forgive or like if Dolores's point was in this season to shy away from genocide, perhaps Charlotte Halebot's point is going to be closer to that now, right? Like what does she have to live for? Dolores basically let her go in there to die. She has to know that. Her fake family that she kind of loved is gone. And she is a burnt chicken nugget at this point. So...
0: Right. And it's like, if she goes and complains to Dolores Prime, she'll be like, Hey, what do you want? I You were supposed to die at Delos. Like- right. You died
1: 20 minutes later, but you didn't die. So, like, stop complaining.
0: See, so yeah, a pretty good episode. Uh, I didn't love... The Maeve storyline especially, not great. The William one slightly better, but the Charlotte one was really good.
1: Yeah, the Maeve storyline was okay. It was fine. I I wasn't bored or hurt by those moments where I had to watch Maeve on screen. William storyline I loved, and Charlotte Hale's storyline is and was so, so good. And the, the ending moment was a top 10, perhaps top 5 Westworld moments for me of all time. We are now six episodes in, only have two more. According to the next time, episode seven looks to be a lot about Caleb's backstory and what happened to him. I don't know how long the finale is going to be, but in a season that feels like it dilly-dallied around for quite some time, and then in short spurts slams the story forward, we only have two more episodes to get to the end of this particular story and it feels like they took too long setting the table and now dinner has to be eaten in five minutes
0: so we should say this director jennifer getzinger this is her first episode of westworld to direct and but she is coming back to direct the season finale
1: really yes jonah or lisa aren't directing the season finale
0: nope this same director jennifer getzinger from new haven Connecticut.
1: While Jennifer, I believe, did a very good job, I'm very disappointed Jonah and Lisa aren't directing the finale. Who's directing the penultimate episode?
0: Uh, Helen Shaver, who is also another uh, first-time newcomer to the show. Really? Yeah. They they had a falling out with Frederick E.O. Toy, I guess, because he didn't come back for this season at all.
1: That's conjecture, but I like it. I like the drama. So what about crazy Reddit theories? Oh, boy. I mean, so we see on the next time that a satellite in space shoots out something. We have Bernie Stubbs and William together, a group I don't think we ever saw coming. Clementine is most likely the newest host who is coming back. Will she be lobotomized still? Will she be a replica of the old version of clementine how much will be in the park because as we might recall that is where dolores and caleb are going right now the idea that the finale might be in the park is a very interesting one do you think it will be
0: like i said my 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 long-term prediction they're going to the park and they're going to do some like home alone shenanigans they're going to rig the park up in order to fight Serac. I could be totally wrong about that, but that's what I want.
1: I honestly hope you're not wrong. That seems like a, I That's what I want to happen.
0: And I got to say something. I'm not a prediction, but I really want Serac to die because I'm so bored and over him. And I, I hope he's not around for season four.
1: Wow. I mean... I think it's just going to happen that he doesn't die because he doesn't have the ability to die because he's the ultimate robot running the world. And what other great baddie can you have, right? Like, the man in black is going to be a great guy. Dolores is
0: supposed to be the villain. <laughs> like, yeah, at least she was kind of. Set I don't up think to be so. the villain. No, she's two. not. No. it's <laughs> In season it's, two she, she
1: was set up to be I know, but yes, <laughs> she was being Wyatt, which was the out that she had for being a dick. But Dolores is supposed to be on the fence at the moment. The audience is supposed to have to figure out if they like her or don't like her. After especially season two where everyone was like, we don't. We've made up our minds. But now the great baddie is a big giant brain ball slash Sirak, who might be the same thing. And I don't know. like what el- What else can be as bad as them to be fair i didn't know the brain ball existed before this i wanted
0: to tell you this ryan um do you remember the excellent animated feature film that we watched for the robot movie club uh 2005 cgi film robots
1: are you calling it excellent as a joke
0: (laughs) yes okay well do you remember the the main character played by ewan mcgregor i sure do in the french dub of robots ciroc plays that role Really? Yeah, neat little connection there. Wow.
1: What goes around comes around. Also, go listen to the Robot Movie Club.
0: (laughs) Especially go listen to Robots. That was a great episode. Yeah,
1: not because of the movie.
0: No, the movie was garbage.
1: It was Garbage Town. And also, by the way, I was just thinking about this, because people were bringing up robot movies. We're going to be doing a Robot Movie Club entry in the future. We're going to be watching The Iron Giant for a... Bonus episode, and for next month, I believe, for the Patreon patrons, whom we, I think, we'll talk about a little bit right now, because uh, JPod in the Patreon only Discord, go to Patreon.com/slash/TheWestWorldPodcast, said this. So I agree, there is a lot to criticize this season, also with season two, and the season does continue to feel rushed. And there will continue to be plot problems or I'm too lazy and dumb to figure them out, which I think is relatable to a large portion of the Westworld fan base. But for all that, this continues to be the only show this year where I am planted on my couch at 9 p.m. EDT on Sundays, which I want to talk about a little bit in the moment. I truly love the show. The stuff doesn't do well. I tend to forgive easily. And what it does do well, visuals, music, brain bending and characters that I generally care about, is compelling. Maybe I'm a sucker but I'm all in.
0: Have you truly enjoyed this season of Westworld? Yeah, I have. I mean, I like, I don't have too many shows that I follow in the same way that he was talking about. And so I like, you know, that, that, that I have, you know, at at least yearly or bi-yearly some show that I can watch week by week. Another good show that I really liked recently was the Witcher on Netflix. But again, you know, you watch that in your own time so there's also no kind of social aspect to that. Witcher,
1: a valley of plenty. Yeah. And The Witcher was amazing. In fact. Very good. Very good. Don't listen to the Better than haters. Westworld, I'd say.
0: Yeah. Don't listen to the stupid haters who hated uh, that show. It was good.
1: They're dumb. Those are dumb, dumb idiot boys. And they're all dumb. And you should go watch The Witcher. Anywho, Westworld, though, still great. Westworld, this, like, especially the moments at the end the Witcher didn't have any of those moments for me. Again, they don't have three or four seasons in. Perhaps they will in the future. But like you described it, it was a Game of Thrones moment. Hale as a, as a charred lady crawling out of the car was actually awesome. And it makes me look forward to more of the season. I just hope they stick the landing.
0: I'm also seeing a theory that not just Charlotte, but Lawrence will make a return. Really? Yes.
1: I mean, we did just see Major Craddock, who was came out of nowhere. But if Lawrence, I'd love to get Lawrence back. And I mean, we're if we're going to the park, we have a lot of opportunity for some old cast members to return, right? I don't know if Ford will make a cameo in the finale, but I hope so. I don't know how that would even happen, but I do hope so.
0: I just hope that he's relevant again in some way. Stubbs said Ford's name once, so one time
1: far in the whole season. Uh... We, we got some tweets. Very lovely LJ said, I don't know how to feel. The pacing was off to me. I think I need a rewatch for the episode as a whole. The story, the acting, and the introspection was... And that was a gif. She also goes on to say, but I also say I don't know because my favorite mystery storyline of the season is who the heck is Caleb we didn't get any more clues this episode interesting we are a naysayers I think both you and I of the Caleb and Dolores storyline but Lauren it does not feel that way she likes the Caleb storyline and she wants to know who he is why he was in the prison that Serac has what his deal is and I think we're going to get those answers next episode
0: Yes, the HBO thing is to put a bunch of crazy shit in the penultimate episode. So maybe we will get that next week along with what was in that mystery duffel bag.
1: Yeah, exactly. What happened to that duffel bag
0: and what is in there? So if you're just listening, it means a lot to us. If you want to go the extra mile, you can follow us on social media like SoundCloud or Twitter. He's Westworld Ryan. I'm at James Watches Men. Hashtag best name ever. You can leave us five star reviews on various podcast apps. And if you really want to go the extra mile, you could choose to support the show financially for just $1 or more a month. You get access to two bonus episodes a month, our patrons-only podcast chat, and we will shout you out at the end of each episode like Ryan is about to do. I'm Ryan.
1: Anyway, Atheism is Unstoppable, Baca man, Brent Ginn, Carol Andreas, Chris Wood, Craig, Day11 Westworld, Hello underscore Yo, James Christopher, John Jers, Lee, and Major Woody. Thank you all for the monies, and on Friday, you'll be getting bonus content. Isn't that exciting?
0: Yeah. And then join us here next week when we recap and review Season 3, Episode 6, entitled... Seven. It's seven. Season 3, Episode 7, entitled Past Pawn.
1: The titles of this season have been so weird.
0: Because, like, in Season 2, they were also kind of weird, but they were always relevant in some way. Right. They always came up, but in this season, they never come up.
1: No, they just feel very up Jonah and Lisa's asses.
0: Right, so yeah. Season 3, Episode 7, The Past Pawn, directed by Helen Shaver, and written by Gina Atwater. I'm James... And I'm Ryan,
1: and this is the Westworld Podcast. See you next week, buds. Yeah. Yeah.